Okay, I am recording. Do you want to do you want to start the podcast? Do you want to do the honors? I will. Hello and welcome to the Up Close and Personal Trainer podcast with me, Shona Denovan, and me, Emma Story Gordon. Oh, that was How beautiful. How are we? That was really good. Apart from then me interrupting you. Anyway, how are you? How Wait, sorry. God, this is such a bad start. You just paused a little bit, but I think you said, how are you? I did, yes. Well, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Great. I had the most boring day of lockdown yesterday. And it's actually quite exciting that we got as boring as it was. Um, And do you want me to tell you a really boring story about what happened yesterday? So hang, everyone listening. Sit down. Are you seated comfortably? This is going to get wild. So I have a computer and it's running very slowly. So I downloaded Norton Antivirus. That was exciting. And it came with this thing where someone can remotely log into your computer and then like go through all the files and delete anything that's making it slow. So this man was logged in and it took an hour and a half and I thought I could like go away and do stuff. Is it a man that actually does it? Isn't it just like the software goes through your computer? No, there was a man on the phone to me and he was like clicking and I could see everything he was doing and he was like, he would, every single time he did anything, he'd be like, is it okay if I do this? And I was like, yes, it's okay. And I just wanted to say, it's okay if you do everything, just it's okay, can I go away and do stuff? But anyway, he was like doing this thing where like he was looking for duplicate files. And I think you do the same thing as me, Emma, and you probably do way better than I do. But you do like a little photo shoot in your house when you need new content. Oh, yeah, of course. Exactly right. So you get like you do you get the camera up and you do a photo shoot and it's like you and you're like top and you're like this, like changing poses, smiling, like like that sort of thing. Right. And he clicked through every single one of those pictures and he's like, would you like me to delete that one? Would you like me to delete that one? And there's like a slight difference between each picture, oh, like God. as in like maybe smiling. And it was me in a sports bra and I was really embarrassed. So I was like, no, no, can you, can we just like move on from this section? <laughs> I'll delete those myself. Thank you. So that was the most boring day of lockdown so far and i'm sorry to anyone who's listening that that i trained yesterday you weren't boring everything else was boring oh that reminds me of when i i had to learn how to do this like analysis of software and this really old research assistant was teaching me and she'd she'd go through everything but it was just like the slowest way she's like first of all you turn on the computer then in the corner, like it was like an old Windows computer. It's like in the corner, there's a start button. So you just click this, you go to programs, and then you want to select the program you want to open. And I was like, oh my God. And then she did something that was like completely unnecessary. Like she'd analyze one thing and she's like, and then what I like to do is just shut everything, make sure it's saved, and then I reopen everything again. I was like, oh. No. oh. <laughs> I was like, no wonder it's taken us like three years to get through this data. But yeah, that's very tedious. It's very tedious, but it's one of those things that has to be done. Um, well, it didn't actually have to be done. This computer's like a year old. And he said, normally people that do this 
are doing it with a really old computer. Your computer is like only running slow because I downloaded this this Adobe thing to try and like edit pictures. Not Photoshop. Don't worry, I'm not. I'm not about that life. But I downloaded this thing that was like taking over my entire computer and it was running and all the time and just making it really slow. So um, yeah, I had to get someone to help me with it because no one in this house is tech savvy at all. Well, how interesting. Well, <laughs> at least the podcast can only get better from here. Well, that's what we do. We, we set expectations by saying, right, it's going to be boring. And then we just like exceed expectations by being slightly less boring. Yeah, set the bar low. Yeah, but we actually do have a lot to discuss. Oh God, so and much content. Last, last week's podcast was extremely sexual. So sexual, in fact, that um, someone messaged me because like, I, I, I think I just had a sexual week then because of that podcast. Like it just set me off. And then everything that I was posting on Instagram was like a little bit sexual. Like I posted about how you have to be a pussy. Um, and she was like, I'm seeing a theme here. And I think she's just a new follower, someone that's just like found me off of you. And she thinks that I'm just like some sex craved um, <laughs> lunatic. But I, I, it's just, I just had a sexy week. That's all. We all have them. Yeah, the sexy week. Do you think that's related <laughs> to your cycle? Um, hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, probably I was ovulating, yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, mm, not sure. Oh my God, yes, yes it was. I think it's definitely related. It would yeah, make totally sense as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just on my mind constantly. Not, not, not like I was just like, okay, I'm just going to stop Let's talking. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Um, so you sent me something uh on last wednesday evening and it was a fact well i don't know if it's a fact but it's in quotation marks and it's got numbers in it so let's just say it's well that's that's legit it says women have an 11 percent chance of orgasming in a hetero relationship and have a 93 percent chance of both women orgasming in a hashtag lesbian relationship (laughs) i love it Hashtag lesbian. Guys, this was not an uber fact, so there might actually be some legitimacy to it. Yeah, and it was accompanied by a video of a woman with a top that has like lots of uteruses all over it, like a uterus. Oh my god, what? I missed that. Go back and have a look. She's got like. Are you sure it was? (laughs) It's absolute uteruses. It is. Is that what you say? Uteri. Yeah, I know. What is the Oh, it was on Instagram. Okay. Oh my God, that's a full like, yeah. What? I did not notice that. <laughs> you should not notice that. Oh God. And I'd, I'd written amazing. Also, I need Kathy's top. It's a lady called Kathy who could be your mum, not your mum specifically, but just imagine your mum talking about how you've got more chance of having an orgasm in a hashtag lesbian relationship. <laughs> Yeah, she does look like that. I think it looks like she's like doing some kind of Ann Summers party. Oh, have you ever been to an Ann Summers party? No, I've not, but that's what I imagine it's like. You're 100% correct. Oh, God. So there's no need I to went... go, really. No, there's no need. I went to one when I was 18. How, that, that's way too young. Mm. I think that's too young. Like, every, it was my friend's 18th birthday, 
and she had like one of those mums that was like I'm a cool mom and she like helped organize it it was the most cringe thing ever because then you're like like everyone's passing around a dildo and they do this thing where they're like hold it against your nose to feel the vibration so you're just like mm. why why would you hold it against your nose like surely your hand can feel the vibration <laughs> well I think your nose is meant to be the closest sensitive. thing to your clitoris as possible <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Wow. The nose is the clit of the face. <laughs> What's that kiss called when you just touch noses? Eskimo that, or something. Is, it, is that not eyelashes? Oh God, that's weird as well. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I've just talked about that, but um, I straight explained, you tell me, is that true? That fact? Well, we spoke about this before, didn't we? Like, I think it's quite, it's probably quite biased. Given the yeah, yeah, that was something I was like, I, I definitely think there's a lot of. Jonah keeps in it. touching her nose now. <laughs> I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's um, distracting. Yeah, like, yeah, there's a chance that like there, that's a bit of lesbian propaganda, but at the same time, like, isn't there more chance that women are going to be more like? open to communicating about their needs and what they want to each other rather than like doing that with a man and also a woman knows how to work another woman because she's a woman herself this is this is true am i correct am i correct yeah i mean but then it's like well in my experience this statistic would be correct but also i like i would prefer to be a woman anyway so then you think, actually, is that... Like, that obviously plays a big role in it, no? You would prefer to be a woman, did you say? Be with a woman. Oh, but okay. Yeah, I forgot to tell you, actually. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, yeah. I had um, quite a long conversation with someone the other day about, um, like, if they fell in love with me but then found out I had a penis... <laughs> Right. And stay or not and at first they were like no definitely not and then I just like convinced them that they would oh that's nice and was it was it a girl or a guy a guy a guy I think that would be a bigger deal for a guy no well I think it's going back to um to what we were talking about last week isn't it I don't know, is it? Oh, what? This is so what, much. what were we talking about last week that was like this? Uh, remember about the homophobic guys being turned on? Oh, yeah, on? yeah, yeah. Yeah, but maybe. Then, like... Or maybe they'd feel threatened if my penis was bigger than theirs. <laughs> I mean, there's so much, like, it's a favourite phrase of ours in this podcast, but there's so much to unpack in this. It's a lot. Um, but, like, hopefully you'd want... You'd want to, um, you'd want someone to fall in love with you and not your genitals, wouldn't well, you? you? This wouldn't is what to... I was saying. I was like, if you were in love with me, mm-hmm. and then I was like, look, the reason I've been holding out is because actually, I have a willy. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Yeah, say hello. Do you want to see it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just for any listeners wondering, this is not true. <gasps> Emma, put it away, please. Emma. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's um there's this girl that I follow on Instagram and she's got hairy armpits. 
and she says that she's got hairy armpits because and she uses them as like a bullshit detector so if a guy or a girl isn't like is turned off by her armpits or makes a comment or whatever she's like well I'm not interested in you so it, she uses it as a way of like vetting oh no <laughs> That's you, could, awful. you could do that with your willy as well, Emma, if you want to. Yeah, it could be like, look, if you won't accept me with my willy, you can't have me at all. <laughs> like a really weird version of that Marilyn Monroe quote. That's what I was going to say. What's the original <laughs> quote? Like, if you can't have me at my worst, then you can't have me at my best or something. Yeah, that's it. You sure as hell don't deserve me at my best. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the hairy armpit one, though. No. No, and also I think with these things you'd like you probably notice that quite early on, like if they ever lifted their hands above their head while they were with mm. you. That's not a great thing. Like I what I feel like you- if you had a penis or or hairy armpits, you would you would like make someone fall in love with you first. And then be yeah, like be- I've trapped you. <laughs> now you can't leave. Look at my hairy pits and dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think both would be a bit much. Yeah. Got you. Um, both would be a bit much. One or the other, fine. Yeah, yeah I can deal with one. Um, okay, yeah, back to the quote. So it was, the- you've got, if you're in a straight relationship as a woman, you've got an 11% chance of having an orgasm. Yep. And if you're in a lesbian relationship, you have a 93% chance. Not just a 93% chance of you. Both of you. Both of you. Wow. Yeah, that's um, interesting. I mean, I, I would say this is so. This is something that I was discussing with a friend um, last week. Is that um, if you're in a hetero relationship, like you really need to always communicate with your partner as a woman what you enjoy, um, and and never, never, ever, ever, ever fake an orgasm ever oh yeah because then they'll think oh what was I doing that time and you'll be like oh not again no you're doing you're doing not only yourself a disservice you're doing him a disservice because you're not educating and teaching him anything so but how do you go about talking about that like do you do it like during or do you sit down over dinner and you're like right this is actually what I enjoy I think like that would be quite a good like yeah do it over dinner um maybe wait until you finish eating I don't know yeah over dinner depends what you're into yeah and I think you just need to be really kind and gentle in the way you see it you know yeah maybe like a compliment sandwich like oh I really like it when you kiss my neck but also hate it when you do this yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Okay, so like this. Feels... this is still we're still keeping with like the sexual theme. I know. We also yeah. have nipple orgasms to talk about. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Tell me about nipple orgasms. I don't know how I got okay, no, I do know how I got in, onto this. <clears throat> because I was trying to research other podcasts that were like ours, but then I found that there were none. And then I was on a women's health site and there was an article that said how to have a nipple orgasm that you'll never forget. Right. And did you read it? Well, it's actually very long. I sort of thought it would be quite um, short, but let me read some quotes. So some sexologist PhD, Ooh, 
and clinical sexologist. Now that is a title, isn't that, it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder how you get to be that. Like, I've never seen like a university course called like sexology. Sexology. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. She defines a nipple orgasm as a pleasurable release of sexual arousal arousal, centered on the nipple stimulation and not caused by stimulating the clitoris or penis directly. Hmm. (laughs) She says that the woman who who taught you your computer course. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it might actually be the same woman. See, the thing is that these... these sexologists is that they manage to talk about sex in the least sexy way oh god i know i think they think it me- makes it like more like easier Accessible. to talk to yeah it's you're like, right by stimulating your nipples and the surrounding breast tissue you can create sexual climax without genital orgasms hmm. right um uh, can you please wait until we finish recording to try this <laughs> I'm not even close to touching my boobs. Jeez. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of a corgasm? Yes. And have you ever had one? No, unfortunately. I feel like I'd have rippling abs all of the time if I did. <laughs> you did have rippling abs for well, years. I thought that was your secret. <laughs> well, you know. No, when I heard about it, I was like, huh. So basically from what I know, which is very little, a corgasm is like when you're doing core work mm-hmm. and you have an orgasm. Imagine yep. that has, like, have you ever experienced that? I have. And I've also had clients that have had it. And I had one client. In particular. Was this during yoga? Or just, was it yoga or just like core work? No, it was, um, ring. Uh, I was on the rings, right? Mm-hmm. Hands on the rings, doing like a hollow body hold right. with my feet off the floor. So I think it was to do with like my legs were squeezed really hard together and my core was really contracted and we had to hold it for 30 seconds and at 25 seconds, I fell up. It was really good. Um, I, but I was like in a busy class and I fell off and like fell to my knees like because you can't stand up straight afterwards. And then like everyone was looking at me and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> but I when it happened to me I put it on my Instagram story this is like a couple of years ago and I was like hey girls has this happened to any of you um and loads and loads of girls replied um no boys no boys um but I did have a client who whenever she did any tricep exercises so um tricep pull downs or like uh, press ups with her elbows in tight she felt it so I, I couldn't get her to do that this the is so weird so one of my friends has the same thing yeah but we'd never like I I remember putting it on my story and everyone was like oh my god that's so weird no like but triceps there must be some uh, tricep connection going on yeah I think you're like when you're when you're doing like a tricep pull down like you're kind of contracting and pulling up through your pelvic floor so I think it's just like the, the, the squeezing and the contraction, but it just kind of shows you how incredible our bodies are that they would do that to you. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Like, what's the evolutionary advantage of that? Oh. Maybe like, oh, we need strong courts, so we'll, we'll like make women feel really pleasured when they do core work. Oh, that's it. 
Do you ask yourself that question a lot? Yeah. Because there's usually like some in any human behavior or physiology or even with animals, like there's, there's usually some reason that people have become the way they are. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. I'm going to, have you got any good examples or like, have you got any examples of things that people do that you're like, there is actually no evolutionary reason behind that? That there is none, like no evolutionary reason. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I think there always is, but it's just that the pressures change. Uh-huh. So, like, we were always lean before because we had to go and, like, get food and maybe farm it or even, like, run to catch, like, prey. I don't know, hunt, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now, because it's there is, like, easily available food all the time, mm-hmm. people are overweight because they don't need to do any exercise in order to get that food. Hmm. That is so interesting. There's um, a book that I have read and it's by a comedian. The book is called Animal. Um, What's her name? She's a blonde comedian. This is going to be so annoying. I'm sure it's called Animal. Anyway, so I read it and one of her theories is that women are not supposed to be monogamous and um the the her theory is that when women have an orgasm they they're loud and like in caveman times that was them telling other men that they were like sexually active and like as a call and like men come to me that well, that's what that was her theory yeah. i mean it could yeah. be there could be legitimacy to it otherwise yeah. why else would you be loud yeah, because like men, men aren't loud, but women are. Well, that's me generally speaking. Um, what's her name? I really need to think of that because I would really recommend that book, everyone. Everyone listening at home, you should listen to it. And another one of her theories, which I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with. So this this goes back to like the monogamy monogamy argument is that women aren't supposed to raise a child with their with a man. They're supposed to raise their child with a woman or their mother. So why? that's why that's why um, grandmothers put pressure on you to have children because, like in cavemen times, women raise children all together without men. Hmm. Do you know what? There's a there's a theory around, and I can't remember the whole theory. So sorry that this isn't great. But there's a theory around menopause which kind of relates to that, whereas at a certain age women have to stop having children so that they can look after their children's children that's the theory that's the theory yes that's the same one sorry i just like told it wrong yeah that's why women have made yeah. that then they can focus on raising their their children's children mm. interesting yeah uh-huh um, what, and so men then just go off and impregnate other women yeah yeah and i think like she's i i, I can't remember what she wrote about it but like um a lot of those theories are problematic because they're very hetero heteronormative, like they're very heterocentric. So like man and women. So like what about gay people? Like what do they do in yeah, yeah, but, Well, they would be extinct, wouldn't they? Because you can't like without a man as two women, like you cannot reproduce. Like let's mm. put aside like things that we can do now in science. Mm. But like but in, think- in terms of evolution, like 
gay people would be extinct, which is why there must be some benefit in your like so there are links between your genetics and being gay right there must be some benefit to that gene because otherwise it would have been like passed it you know like it wouldn't be passed on if there was no benefit to it yeah but there's so much more to contribute into the development of society and evolution than just bringing children into the world like, so if you think about a community, there's lots of different roles within that community. And if everyone's just churning out babies, then it's just like, well, what are we doing to develop? So like maybe the gay people are bringing something else rather than just, like they're educating, they're entertaining, they're doing lots of, like, I can't think of any other things, <laughs> you know. Well, I guess they could be doing like a lot of things that you couldn't do if you were having children. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it is interesting. But then if you do think about it, like the, the whole, in an evolutionary sense, like your whole purpose is to reproduce. That's a bit so, so isn't it? Like gay people's genes wouldn't be passed on. Mm. Wow. I feel like if I wasn't it's- gay, that would be seen as like hate. Hopefully no one is offended yeah. by this. It's okay, she, she's allowed to say it. Okay, I'm gay. So, I can say these the, things. The book is called Animal, the Autobiography of a Female Body by Sarah Pascoe. Oh, I love her. Yeah. I might actually get that. It's a really, I thought, really <laughs> Do you know what I thought you were going to say? Oh, I've read The Origin of Species by Charles Darwin. And actually, this theory is... <laughs> and then you're like, I read this book by a comedian. very disappointed fuck you Emma so last week you said that you thought I went to Glasgow Cali and this week you're like I know jeez I'm awful yeah someone else said someone one of my friends listened to that podcast and she was like that was so cheeky that she thought you went to Glasgow Cali (laughs) what a bitch what a bitch right And so we have a couple more things to discuss. And one of those things is that I have some deal breakers for you. Remember back back at the start when we started this podcast, that's what it was. The foundations was built upon, was built upon deal breakers. So I think we should bring deal breakers back. I mean, obviously we are right now. Okay. Yeah. You're right. We should bring it back as a regular feature every week. Yeah, and um, we'll, what we'll do is we'll put a little bit more effort into prep, prepping for this podcast rather than like 10 minutes before being like, fuck, fuck, Googling sex, fitness, relationships. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll do that. And then also we can put it out to people like every week on a poll to see if it's a deal breaker for people. Great idea. Boom. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So you have been seeing this girl for a good while, three months. And I think you said once upon a time, that's like five years in a lesbian relationship. Yeah, so it's getting pretty serious. Right, it's getting pretty serious. So it's her birthday coming up. You lavish her with gifts. Uh, You take her out, show her a good time. Obviously Um, not in lockdown, guys. But yeah, no, no. let's imagine. Imagine not in lockdown. you like buy her loads of like you buy her some really fancy trainers like you just spoiler whatever 
And then it comes to your birthday. When's your birthday, Emma? October. Tell us what month it's in. October. Are you a Scorpio? We already talked about I this. I am. Are you? <gasps> yes. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. You're such a Scorpio. Why? Um. Okay. So I think like the things that make me a Scorpio are that I am fiercely loyal. Mm-hmm. I never forget if someone wrongs me. That shit stays with me to the grave. Do you think that? Think you're like that? Um, I forgive, but I don't forget. Yes. Yeah. Because yep. I yep, just yep, think I no, like I never hold grudges. Like even when people have like done something really shady, I won't hold a grudge. I'm just like, but I won't also mm-hmm. won't forget it. Like I think it yep. takes so much energy to dislike someone or to hate someone. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're just Someone once said to me, and it totally resonates, like the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. Because if you hate someone, there's still like a lot of energy there and feeling there. Whereas if you're just like, not not bothered about it anymore, that's when you're over it. Mm. Like I think you're able to close your heart quite easily to something. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, other things about Scorpios are they're passionate lovers oh well you know and they've got a sting at the end of their tail yeah that's true what does yeah. the sting mean though <clears throat> what does the sting mean yeah like what in in real life terms what would that mean um, probably can be quite sarky it's quite sassy sassy is a word that is quite often used to describe you yeah or actually the boys always call me the agatron on the podcast because when i get annoyed they can just tell and i'm quite agatron yeah because i get really aggy if i get annoyed oh yeah that's the scorpion you're coming okay yeah i see i see what you mean anyway back to the deal breaker so it comes to october and you're really so you've been seeing each other for probably about six months at this point whoa and um it comes to your birthday. Do you like getting presents? No. No? Okay. Um, and it comes to your birthday and she has made everything for you from scratch. Like everything is homemade. So she's like painted a picture of you two. Like you're, it's your heads, but like the bodies of mermaids. Um, <laughs> she's also like, um, she's also done some pottery and then painted it with like little cats um like ever like can i just say everything she's made everything herself what do you think is it a deal breaker no i love that why would that be a deal breaker i don't know if it was just shit well i mean (laughs) yeah i always get this so like my brother's an artist so whenever it's like my parents birthdays or anything he just like draws them something or gives them some kind of thing that he's made and it used to really annoy me because i was like i can't do that because i'm not and it always seems more personal and meaningful than mm-hmm. me. I'm like, oh, here's like, I don't know, an Alexa. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, um, I think like the the only way this would be a deal breaker if is if the stuff was really bad. Like, if it was. But just I think that would really- be funnier. But although, if you like, couldn't laugh, just, if she was like, oh, I drew this laugh- picture, and it was just like two stick women. Yes. 
Yeah, like that's what she, and then that's what she did every year for your birthday and Christmas. Eventually, like, would you ever say, look, I would, I would just quite like you to buy me something. Would you ever say that? No, I don't think so. I think it would no. probably become like a bit of a running joke, wouldn't it? Just for you. A little yeah. joke just for you. Just okay, no, that wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. It wouldn't. Oh, that's I'm nice. not. I like. I'm not very materialistic. Mm. I that's like good. acts of service. You do. You do. Okay, moving on. Um. Okay, so lockdown ends, and you have been having an online virtual relationship, and now it's finally time for her to come round to your house. And she brings like a little overnight bag. It's quite a big bag and she unzips it. And she's like, oh, I'm just going to, where's your bathroom? And you say, oh, it's just the end of the hall. And she said, okay, I'm just going to put my wee squatty potty down. Just uh, bring it everywhere with me. So anyway, that, that's fine. Um, she puts her squatty potty in your toilet. And then when she leaves. Sorry, wait, day, what is a squatty potty? Right, so, like a- <laughs> it's like. Um, a little stool that's like shaped like the edge of your toilet that so when you sit on your toilet your feet are lifted and it puts you in the perfect position for doing a number two. Oh yeah I've seen I've seen them um right. okay. also did you in when I was in Australia there was like signs on the toilets and they'd say there'd be like a picture of like a woman standing on the toilet in that squat position like standing on the toilet and it was like uh-huh. do not do this you'll break the toilet they were like in <laughs> the toilets and I think because I asked my cousin who lives there and he was like oh yeah a lot of Asian people like use the toilet that way I was like what so they had to put it like everywhere apparently all the toilet seats are getting broken because it is the way forward apparently so um, that's fine. You don't mind that she's brought it around to your house. No, no, totally but fine. But then over the course of time, you realise that she actually brings it everywhere with her. So you go out for dinner, she's got, she's got her squatty potty with her. You go to visit you visit your mum and dad, she's got her squatty potty. You go to the cinema, she's got it. Like she literally takes it everywhere with you. Is it a deal breaker? Well... I would have to ask like why she needs it because you know what if she was like you know what I've got some kind of bowel problem mm-hmm. and I need it I don't, think, I don't think you could say I mean when I whap out the penis that I've been hiding <laughs> then I don't know if it was like for a legitimate reason <clears throat> it wouldn't be great mm-hmm. but I think I think I'd be okay with it like if it was just because she really liked the feeling of it and she was like a proper convert. And also and- how much how many times are you pooing a day? <laughs> you need to take it everywhere. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's nice. Um right, ready for the next one? I'm ready. Um she has names for all her body parts and gets annoyed if you don't remember which body part she's referring to. No. She's like, oh, my mod is so sore right now. What's her mod? Like, her shoulder. Oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, if she was like, oh, my chakra of emotional intelligence is so high right now, then I could understand it. But if it's like, no, no. It's a no from me. That one's a no. 
it's a no like so it's a deal breaker yeah right so i think like it kind of would would show if someone was maybe like if infantilizing themselves if you know what i mean like if they didn't have the confidence to actually refer to something as what it actually is and they need to call it a baby name that would be yeah, yeah that yeah. would be quite alarming really yeah. but if it was just like 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 she called her left hit evelyn or something <laughs> yeah maybe that maybe not evelyn though no it need to be like just a gives sort of me like way. visual of like old people mm. right okay um do you want one more yeah Right, so <clears throat> you start seeing this girl and everything's great. You really, really, really like her um, and you're getting on really well. But then she's like, Emma, there's... So this, this thing that, um, that I signed up for and it's, it's about to start filming next week. Um, now, like, we're going to have to keep our relationship a secret. But, like, I mean, it can keep going in the background. But basically, like... I was kind of desperate last year and I signed up for the latest Dundee reality TV show called She Wants the D. Is it a deal breaker? Oh my God. <clears throat> that is a brilliant idea for a reality TV show. She Wants the D. <laughs> oh. so it's basically like, it's, a, it's like a dating reality show for, for young Dundee singles. Um, oh wow this is gonna be a like, hit. yeah um but the only thing is like she obviously now is not single and she's in a relationship with you but she has to like then like i don't know if you um have ever looked to anyone up online from these like fake reality shows that they have to like pretend that life is like it is so like yeah she had like to what i don't understand had... is you know these shows that, like let's say like made in chelsea mm-hmm. comes out like obviously after it's been filmed so they'll film the whole thing and it starts coming out but then are they meant to pretend on social media like let's say someone has a breakup that they haven't had a breakup until it comes out on the tv yeah that that's that what so happened? bizarre yeah that's but it's all it's not real so i mean it's just yeah. so bizarre so would you be happy to be in a relationship with someone who was on this reality TV show and they had to pretend. No. It would be a deal breaker. Yeah. I just think as well, like, did we speak about, yeah, we spoke about this last week about like people like hiding their other half, basically. Their other Mm, half, their partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wouldn't be about that. Do you think you could be in a relationship with someone who was in the public eye? Yeah. Do you? Mm, no why because I don't think I'd be attracted to that personality type like basically someone like in the public eye has a similar personality uh, well I think someone who is like very like me like extroverted a lot of energy um, so you would want someone who's like the opposite of you yeah yeah uh-huh. I don't think I could also like I've got one of my best friends is an actress and her partner is an actor as well and it's quite competitive yeah I, I could see that like, like, mm-hmm. it's probably even more so if it was two girls 
Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. But then so, I'm not like I'm not in the public eye, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah, you are. Don't be oh, humble. Gosh, you know. Yeah, no, you but... are. <laughs> Twenty-one thousand followers on Instagram. Away you go. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it 21,000 to quickly check? Oh so my god, that... I took 5,000 away from you. It's 26. I know. I'm very disappointed. <clears throat> but yeah, I think so. I think I mm-hmm. could. Okay. And that draws to a close the deal breaker. Oh, but segment. I will say, definitely not if they were like. Imagine you were dating someone who was on a reality TV show and they just came across as like the worst person on it. Mm-hmm. But actually, I, imagine, really like, nice I think a lot of it, obviously it's got to be dramatized or it's not interesting mm-hmm. for people to watch. So I think a lot of it's like, oh, you're a bit of a dick will make you into looking like a massive dick. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, no, that wouldn't be great. Mm. But then one of my favourite people of all time, Gemma Collins. Oh my god. From- queen. Yeah. She actually she's, is a queen. She of- seems though that that is like genuinely just what she's like. I think that's why you're she's right. so good. Like you're right. There was um a I part, love, like a big- you know the, the ones where she's like replied to a tweet just being like, get over it, hon. Or something like <laughs> why is Gemma Collins even on TV? And she's just like bore off han i know i know i love her she's like you know take a day off han yeah <laughs> wait i need to get her thing up yeah she's like my favorite part she had this like divine lockdown reality tv show and she she like walks about her house they've done like they put cameras around her house um just to watch her and she says um i hope you're filming because this is gonna be a good segment <laughs> basically me walking about life (laughs) (laughs) yeah someone's written like why is Gemma Collins allowed on tv but the worst part is they've spelled allowed like as in like girls allowed allowed. yeah yeah like yeah as in girls allowed and she's like same reason you're allowed on twitter hun oh she's spelled allowed correctly yeah I was like touche yep she's um she's pretty awesome I love her um, she brings me so much joy and I also ordered some Gemma Collins merch hopefully it'll arrive I'll try and wear it for the next podcast oh I need to get mine okay. yeah you do you totally do she's got like a whole range okay right. I've got um, send the link and I will purchase yeah it says it, there's one that says um, like you know the one it's like I'm single taken like you have to click it it mm-hmm. says I'm single taken claustrophobic Darren <laughs> Oh, oh my God! I love her. Do you remember Nikki Graham as well? Oh, she was. I wonder amazing. what she's doing with herself now. I don't know. I'm gonna see. Mm. There's a really good Instagram that everyone should follow, and it's called Love of Huns. I think you actually already follow it. Emma. Oh yes, a favorite. And it's of just mine. that sort of like thousands pop culture, naughty's pop culture. So like Nikki Graham, early Jordan. I'm gonna catch a cold. Um, oh. With the fucking aircon, it's a blizzard. I'm gonna catch a cold. My fucking gun. Oh, she's amazing. I love her. Yeah, she was made for reality TV. 
But then part of me, because I think she does have some slight mental health problems. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then mm-hmm. it's like, are we laughing at that? Are we laughing with her? Because she, like, I don't know. Mm, slight, slightly problematic. There's a, there's a line. I think she's sitting on the line, so it's fine. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, I think you have a question. I do, I do. It's a long one. It's a listener question, so thanks to whoever sent it in. And I've also not read it, so what you're going to see here, or, or sorry, hear here, is my first reaction to it. Uh, you're constantly reapplying lip balm. Yeah, sorry, I, I, like, I can't um, sit still. Well, well I noticed that as soon as we both came onto the Zoom call, we both like unscrewed our little lids and applied. Palmex, even though we never put the video up. Oh. Wouldn't want anyone to see my dry lips. <laughs> right, here we go. So, okay. So here is your anonymous little story. Ha 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 ha. Also, please feel free to cut the bollocks off this if you won't need to. <laughs> All right, okay. Um, so before lockdown, I had been seeing this guy. We met on a dating app and he was nice. A history teacher, into sport, wholesome. We went on a few dates and to be very honest, I don't think either of us saw it going anywhere long term, but we were enjoying the casual elements of the situation, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Anyway, and to again note, this is all pre-lockdown. One evening we were texting and he was asking me to hang out. I wasn't really bothered at the time and I said I was busy. He then started paying me compliments on my appearance, which was nice of him, but then he randomly came out with, honestly, from your Instagram, you wouldn't be able to tell you had such good boobs. To which I replied, sorry. To which he said, yeah, when we first met, I was very surprised. To which I said, question mark, question mark. So I don't think she said anything. Maybe she just, oh, like, gave she just put a, the question a quizzical look. No, no, I oh, think no, she's over no, this is a word. This is a yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, how do you say question mark, question mark? Anyway, <laughs> Imagine um, people speak like that. <laughs> question mark, question mark. Or at the end of a sentence. Exclamation mark! <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. To which he then said, I'm trying to find good source material. Do girls not know lads do that? Girls need to realize lads do that. Honestly, in most of them, you are incredibly clothed. Like you wouldn't be able to tell from your pictures. I won't lie to you, ladies. This is, this is now like not talking. This is her talking to us. Like commentary coming in. I won't lie to you, ladies. I was a bit shocked by what he was saying and not flattered in the slightest. By the way, my Instagram is fairly standard and mostly used to promote work, holidays, and the odd selfie. Haha. <laughs> there is, in fact, one picture of me dressed as a nun, but come on, pal. Clearly not a sexy nun. <laughs> She's wearing a habit. You can't see her tits. <laughs> anyway, I brushed it off and told him that he was far too used to seeing tits and ass on every other influencer's page and that it was distorting his perspective, which he acknowledged and agreed with. And, you know, maybe it's that whole feminist equality, she put it in, like, finger quotes, thing in me, note sarcasm. Wait, so ooh. she... Ooh. 
anyway, I won't add in anything just now. I'll just keep reading. But it sort of boggled my mind. I don't like feeling that I'm naive, which is what other girl, another girl, younger me, might have felt in that conversation. But I was just like, no. He was so sure that it was completely cool not only to creep all over someone's Instagram page like it was Pornhub, but also to let them know and tell them that their content wasn't totally up to scratch. Now, I actually find it bloody hilarious on one side. And in this situation, it wasn't sinister, but it was a bit of an eye-opener. It was both fascinating and strange to see how of the norm that is for him and probably other guys, and that they have no filter about it. Don't worry, we're almost there. Two more paragraphs. <laughs> and that and that also freaks me out a bit too when I think of younger people and the pressure they must feel these days to have of having to get your tits and ass out on the gram or Snapchat or whatever. Side note, if that is something that genuinely makes you happy, go live your best life, honey. But let's be real, all of the young girls we see doing it are probably not doing it without low self-esteem or because Ch Kylie Jenner does it too. I have a feeling that being in the fitness industry and of course course the frequent marriage proposals Emma gets on her Instagram <laughs> question box all right um you've both experienced something similar and quite possibly even worse would love your thoughts and opinions on the subject oh that's a good one right I really enjoyed reading that that was I loved the the sort of bit that I had to act out and I kind of wish I'd done voices now but oh well oh well, next anyway, time next time next time what's your initial reaction to that Emma it does seem like, yeah, I'm just a bit taken aback that someone would think, oh, do you know what? I should really tell her that she's not got her tits out enough. Yeah. Well, let me go back to what you said. Like, I, I mean, I'm totally with her. I would have been like, sorry, what? Like, I think I need a little bit more context. Does this, is this person a personal trainer? Is she working in the fitness industry? No. No, it's she doesn't in fact, I won't say because it might give it away who it is. Okay. Um, well, then she has, even if you are a fitness influencer, you don't have to show off your body, like, at all. Like, that is not a prerequisite. Um, like, I think that that guy is just an absolute creep, and I, I really hope she stopped texting him. What an absolute yeah, horror. Yeah, I will say, like, she doesn't work in an industry that you would need to show your body. Not that there is one, but you know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't yeah. be the norm. Like, it's just quite a normal Instagram account. Mm. So I do think that's quite strange. And then to just be like, oh, you've got really big tits. Why don't you show them more? All right. Huh? Well, it was a total backhanded compliment. And he said, from your Instagram, you wouldn't be able to tell you had such good boobs. It's like, it's a compliment, but also like saying that you look not very nice in your pictures or that you, you look, your pictures yeah. are unflattering. It's like, and then like they're trying to find good source material. What, what does that mean? Like, does he mean, does he mean like, he's like, like wank material? <laughs> like Something from wank bank. Oh, I like, don't know. Sorry, mate. My Instagram is not here for you just to wank over. Jeez. I also just think, yeah. like, like in his head, was he thinking, oh, this would be a good conversation to have? Like, why? Yeah, he just totally just got it so wrong. Um, let's have I a did look. ask if she, um, if she saw him again, she was like, absolutely not. So that's yeah. good news. It was a happy ending. 
it is a happy ending because she like got him away um but do you know what worries me like he, she said he was a history teacher it worries me that these people are teaching young children but then also have these opinions of women yeah that is really worrying. that is really worrying really really worrying um oh and uh, there was something else i wanted to unpack or unpick um she said what freaks me out a bit when i think of younger people and the pressure they must feel these days to get your tits mm. and ass out on the gram or snapchat or whatever what do you think about that oh yeah I think it's so bad. Like, even if you look back to when we were younger, I mean, maybe Snapchat was just, but no, I think we kind of missed all that. Like at Mm -hmm. at a young age from like 15 or something, like none of that would even be a thing. But now, I don't know. And you see like 18 year olds, they look like 25 or even like 16 year olds. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I think there is quite a big pressure or even... Do you feel, do you feel, and I think you and Amelia talked about this recently, um, about PTs being in shape and fitness, fitness people being in shape. What did, what was the outcome of that discussion? Um, oh God, I can't remember what the outcome was, but I think my view is like, in a way it is quite important. Mm -hmm. Like you, you are to some extent your own business card. And mm-hmm. I don't think you need to have rippling abs all year, but I think it's more to the point you should not be out of shape. Because if you're, and especially if what your message is preaching is like balance and that you can stay in shape and that you don't need to diet like every time you go on holiday because you'll just be in shape. Mm. And if you're not able to do that yourself, yeah, it probably says quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with in shape. Um, I think because like, I don't know, what does that mean? What does in shape mean? Well, I guess um, I mean not out of shape. What's not out, what is yeah, out of shape? I know, I know, but these things are like, there isn't like a, a definition, obviously. Yeah. But I think... But I, remember, I remember meeting a PT from another gym and she would be what you would describe as out of shape but she'd actually already gone through a massive weight loss transformation like she'd already lost lots and lots of weight um but she was one of the busiest pts in the gym in the gym that she worked in because she was absolutely relatable to her clients um like she wasn't intimidating at all and people like she was working through her own journey at the same time with her clients and they were all working towards like making like that's that's a process right so that would be quite like um a transient period that she was Mm. you might Mm. term out of shape Mm. i'm using air quotations because no one will be able to hear them but if she still followed the principles that she was telling her clients to follow then Mm. eventually she wouldn't be as out of shape right so yeah yeah but she but she would still she was still like like as you would probably call, like you wouldn't look at her and necessarily think that person is an athlete i'm trying to be as yeah as, no, as uh, pc as possible yeah i just can't I'm not, carrying I'm not slightly more adipose tissue than we would expect from a personal trainer yes yes that's what i'm trying to say um and but 
like going back to that when I first became a PT like I didn't do it for such a long time like I held off because I had that sort of like imposter syndrome that people would look at me and think she doesn't look like someone who would be a personal trainer um, so yeah, I do definitely feel, I feel that pressure. Um, and, I, and I scroll back through my Instagram, like through the years, and there's definitely times that I've posted more pictures of my body and of me doing exercise than other times. And it just so happens that the other times was when I wasn't so happy with the shape I was in. Yeah, no, I think there's a huge element. And I think people have to remember that like personal trainers are going through their own journey as well as yeah. helping their clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but I even related it with Amelia to like, she obviously preaches like meditation and gratitude and all these things. And would her clients stick to that in the same way if she wasn't doing any of that? Like if I was like mm-hmm. to everyone, like it's really important that we meditate in the morning and that we all practice gratitude, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. do it. Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? And, and why is that so different than it's really important that you get this much activity in, eat, eat in accordance to your energy demands and make sure you work out three times a week. Oh, but I'm not going to do any of that. It's mm-hmm. quite hard yeah. to follow. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd, I would say that is equally, if not more important than what you look like as a PT, the fact that you are actually living that lifestyle. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I think that that is more important. But... Yeah if you do that you will look a certain way uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm. and i would say there's a lot there's a lot more than just like your body to your like how your health and fitness is displayed like because you can be lean and totally ripped but actually not very like good at stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um, and also you can be lean and like your skin looks dull you don't like you don't look very healthy if you know what I mean so I think there's lots more to it than just like your body fat levels yeah and I also think the more you know about fitness the more you realize that like being really lean isn't healthy even though it's still seen as like the epitome of like oh someone who has abs they must be the fittest person ever yeah. not necessarily true mm-hmm. um and then at some point that's obviously a detrimental thing and yeah. then you're looking at people who a mega lean being like oh it's a lifestyle and you can just have balance and like blah 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 and it's like no you can't <laughs> you cannot be that lean and have like a really no. balanced life nope definitely not <clears throat> definitely not uh, but going back to the question or the story that she said in I think more than just like pressure as a fitness person but I just think pressure as a woman to like to look nice and be pretty do you know what I mean like there's one um there's a girl that I follow and she's got like this she's got like a range of t-shirts and one of her slogans is women do not owe you pretty and I feel that really resonates with me because something that like always happens to me as a PT is like I hardly wear makeup and every day someone will be like when I do makeup we do wear makeup people are like oh wow then you're Marilyn and then if I don't wear the next day they're like oh you look really tired yeah. I feel like I feel like it's like I know I've just got no makeup on Jesus no I'm not tired I'm just a bit ugly sorry <laughs> so yeah my actual like... face <laughs> yeah so like that guy is just like sort of showing us 
that there is that pressure on us to be like to show like our goods to be like hi this is my tits look how good they are here they are on instagram for you like yeah. that's no shit isn't it it's funny though because you'll get you'll also get guys saying oh no it's so unattractive when people put like raunchy pictures on instagram like that should be between like you and your partner I think I like you know that there is a line, isn't there? Like, if, like really sexy pictures in your underwear. Like, do you really want everyone to see that? Well, if it's a really good picture. <laughs> well, yeah. To be fair, um, if you scroll back in my Instagram, there's some saucy ones. Mm. But now I'm old and I don't and I haven't seen my saucy. Remember there was a phase where. Um, people used to like have like like a thong and a brown in the gym like taking pictures in the gym as in like in photo shoots they'd be like on the leg press and just i'm like <laughs> nobody would go to the gym like that i but really like, hope oh, you're a, wiping a, that machine down afterwards it's a fitness shoot because we're in the gym no it's soft porn it's soft porn, but Emma, how else are they going to admire those glute muscles well to be fair how are they going to attract males maybe this is the new like you know how peacocks have like amazing feathers and stuff and that's like yeah. to attract a partner maybe yeah. instagram is the new way to attract a partner and when you put yeah. up oh okay i learned a new saying this week i think i'm gonna get it right but it's do you know what a thirst trap is is it when you like post uh like a thirsty picture for likes and comments i think well it might be that but i think it's more of like oh look at me haha <laughs> i'm single or like trying to get that like in somehow like haha <laughs> so like so i wish i had a partner at the moment <laughs> and then like all oh, right uh -huh. it's like oh okay so then they're trying to get people like in their dms being like oh my god you look great can't believe you're still single <laughs> by <laughs> the way here's my number have I experienced it? Yeah. What, have I done it myself? Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you have. I I'm sure know. you have. I mean, probably. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Probably. But yeah. Wait, why did I come on to that? <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. Maybe oh, yeah, I just wanted to remind everyone that I'm like still single. Peacock feathers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Peacock. Yeah. yeah. Peacock <laughs> Um, do you know what expression I learned that made me laugh so much? What? And it's a bit mean. It's a bit mean. But I have this friend who is a member of the CrossFit gym that I coach. I'm still coaching CrossFit on Zoom. And he is like, he's got an amazing body. He's like super ripped um, and buff and muscly. But he has gained a little bit of weight in lockdown. But it's, I think he looks awesome for it. Mm -hmm. um, and then he stood on the scales and it turns out he's gained 10 kilos. Wow, that's quite a lot. Yeah, but I don't think that... He, I think the last time he weighed himself was last year or something. Oh, like right, he's, okay, okay. Built, he's built a lot of muscle since then. And uh, it, we were talking about it in the middle of the, the CrossFit Zoom class. And what that's called when someone gains weight, it's called the elephant in the Zoom. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I like that. 
That's quite good, yeah. And I, and he laughed, so I wasn't just bullying him and calling him an elephant. And if he listens, because he does listen sometimes, I was say, is this? I the think guy he looks gorgeous. Really trapped in the way. That's him. Oh, wow! He's had That's two him. mentions on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, he's famous, and he, he would love it. Yeah. How's this? My little elephant. <laughs> Well, that was wonderful, Emma. That was wonderful. That, that was shall we very... do, Shall we draw it to a close now, darling? Yeah. Oh, and also, you need to go back and listen to the last podcast because I mentioned you twice in it. What? What? What one? The last one on the ESG. What? 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 <laughs> Where? In a good way. Hmm. Oh. As an example, a shining example to other clients. Oh, thank you. Oh, was it about my transformation picture? It was. Well, thank you so much. I think, well, we'll just in case someone hasn't listened, um, I sent Emma a transformation picture. I've been coaching with you for, do you know how long? No, do you? <laughs> I think we're, it could be almost a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Close. Um, And... I compared the pictures of me at the start and me now, and there's not really any difference in body weight, like maybe a kilo, but there is such a huge difference in how my body looks. Mm-hmm. And it's just to show that uh, like your body composition can change so much and that you shouldn't obsess over scale weight. But also one thing I think that probably you mentioned as well is that way more important to me than what I weigh is my performance in the gym is my athletic performance and that is something that is massively improved as well thanks to Emma oh I thank you it's a really hard balance between dieting and performance like in this is why I think I found dieting really quite easy because when I first started dieting I was also trying to row at quite a high level and that's like a really hard balance because you've got to fuel your workouts but also not like eat in a slight deficit so that you're losing body fat and that's mm-hmm. really really hard to do and things in that situation things like meal timings do come into play because like maybe you want to eat more around your workout um where was I going with oh yeah but then when I started just dieting and I'd, I'd finished rowing so easy because it doesn't really matter how you I mean obviously you still care to some extent about performance but really, if fat loss is your goal, what you want to do in the gym is stimulate that muscle to at least maintain. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, it doesn't hugely matter if I lift five kilograms less that week or mm-hmm. my split on the rowing machine is, is slower that week because I'm not racing anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So it, I found it a hell of a lot easier without that pressure of performance. So hats off to you because that's really hard. And the other thing I was talking about on the podcast was the delayed reward aspect of building muscle like we didn't see improvements week on week and to some extent you have to like trust the process a bit because you're not going to get that immediate feedback and there will be weeks when your performance is is worse than the week before for various reasons out with diet like hormonal reasons or you're tired or like anything under the sun could affect that so it's quite hard like and the reason i was talking about this is is someone one of my clients wanted to build some muscle and they're like I'm not really seeing like any results like the scales haven't changed and I can't see any changes from last week right which is obviously you will not see changes like that 
And this is like the biggest element of delayed reward, which is how you're going to get the biggest results is that you have to almost trust that what you're doing and your behaviors are right. So if we knew that Shona had ticked off all the behaviors that she wanted to do that week, that's a win that week. Doesn't matter what the scales say or what the lighting in your bedroom says, basically. Or if the window was open and you look a bit leaner, like there's so many factors that come into it, but it's a very hard thing to practice. Mm, Absolutely. Yep. Um, And especially as women, it takes us so long to build muscle. And if you're trained, then it's even longer. Yeah. Is it something like, like point, what is it? Like a point one of a pound or something a month? You'd be lucky as like a trained woman to build like two pounds of muscle a year. So you can't measure that month on month. Like it's no. Well, that was entertaining and educational. That's what we do. That's what we do. We went from nipple nipple orgasms to um, building muscle. Yeah. Yeah. All in one podcast with well, transactions, transactions, transitions. Mm, beautiful. Mm. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Have a wonderful week. If you've got anything that you'd like us to discuss, then please feel free to write in. Yes. Love you. I love you. Bye.